0: Luigi, what what are we doing today? Okay, so I I'm not really sure how this will work out, uh, but I think it's a great experiment to do. As you might know, there are a lot of product management interviews in which they ask you to design certain things, like um, like a watch, like an Apple Watch for kids, like how would that look like, and you have to go through the whole process of actually interviewing and simulate the interviewer. Is uh, the the user and you kind of like ask questions around it and you kind of design the whole thing. You can take breaks and all of this. So I wanted to take part of that experience, and I think it would be interesting to design some like really interesting problems between you and me. Are we are we designing the problems or the solutions? We're designing the solutions, <laughs> but we pick the problems. Okay. And yeah, I don't really know how that would look like. I think it's a, a nice experiment to try on and see how where that goes and see what people think. So we we we're, we're both. The interviewees, right? Because I don't want to do this without you. So yeah, exactly. So I think we 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 none of us is the interviewer or the interviewee. I think we both like co-create and we we share our ideas. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that it would be really interesting. I was listening to Spotify the other day, and I was wondering how that emotion and that feeling um, gets transferred across different people. So wouldn't it be interesting to design or redesign? a spotify like experience for hearing impaired people or users okay and what's the content music or yeah music okay so how can we design a spotify like experience it could be music it could be podcast like we have to actually create our spec list on what we want to focus on for hearing impaired users wow okay um okay so what are we doing it now then yeah so we can take a break and then we can like chop things in if you want to do some like five minutes research or something to actually know about the user like what's the output going to be of this we get a user yeah okay we narrate the potential problems we pick one of those problems and why is the best way we set a solution for that problem and put potential difference differences and we narrate mm-hmm. a path on how we're going to start and where where the project could go
1: well that's that's what well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I think maybe I remember when we were talking about um color blindness and um on on the show, and um, we both kind of learned a little bit about the different types of color blindness and kind of what you can do to accommodate yeah. that. I think perhaps we should do some research around what it's like to be hearing impaired and what different kind of impairments there are, and um, you know perhaps start getting some
0: ideas of how we can mitigate them. Cool. Let's do it. Let's take like five, ten minutes, and we can. Cool. Okay. Well, cool. I think I got a few ideas.
1: Um, basically, what we'll do is we'll, we'll we'll put one um one post-it note, post note down per kind of idea or thing that we talk about, and then we can like basically reorganize it and maybe divide it up into what's actually a problem and what's a solution, uh, or a user or whatever. Um, and uh,
0: pop down a post-it note. So you want to go first with one of your ideas? Uh, okay, cool. So one of the things that I was in uh, looking at is that. And, sorry and you have to write it down as an idea on the okay so there. left or right side uh, we could, that could be a starting point um so some people are um, hearing impaired just in one ear not in not in both and when you're listening to music um what happens is that some sound comes from your left side, side and the other sound comes from your right side so if you're uh, hearing impaired from one of them you're missing half of the experience so it would be interesting if you can toggle or like change the the settings or like an equalizer um in the in the or manage the volume or the frequencies in the app so you can tell them like hey i'm this do, type you know user. Do you
1: know it's really interesting you brought that up because you know when i asked you earlier are you paranoid that you're getting hearing loss yeah uh that's what i really feel is Probably will be the type of hearing loss that I have down the line. I feel like maybe I did something at a younger because I I always play guitar right, and I've always noticed that my rightmost ear tends to be closest yeah. to the amp and stuff. And I feel that when I'm listening to music, I don't hear it as loudly in, in my right hand side than my left hand side. And I don't know whether that's just like the fit on my headphones or me being paranoid or whatever. Uh, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have like a an app because because on uh, on like an iPhone, if you want to change the balances, it's, it's pretty like it's not. It's there's not a lot of fine control. Um, and it'd be cool to kind of be able to change the balance of a track or sound coming out of your phone based on like frequencies so like say for example in one ear that you might not be able to hear that much bass or whatever then you can actually change that and kind of like do a per ear equalizer but
0: but a a question would be is like like what's the frequency for me i'm not sure that every single user knows what's the perfect frequency for for them well no that's what i mean but you
1: could you could you could test it you could you could do like a test you know like those audio tests where they play sounds at different frequencies and say how loud did it, was it louder or quieter than the sound before? Yeah. So it could yeah, be like yeah. a diagnosis and, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, good.
0: cool. So I'm going I'm yeah, to add that. It. Yeah, go yeah. for Okay. Um, okay, cool. I can add another one. I, go for it. It's not really an idea. It's more like a, a user like spectrum. Uh, there is a, a spectrum and it's, it's it's not like we can create a solution at least to start with for every single one of the of our users. Like We have hearing impaired users, but under that category, there is still a lot to classify on. So we have slight, moderate, severe, and profound. And all of them depend on different decibel levels. Yeah, And um, I think we, we should focus on one of them. So maybe I would say starting point would be like the 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 slight and moderate. And how how can we work towards those and then get that data and then start working with the other ones. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna add it spectrum. I've, yes, right. Yeah. Oh, I've already put it down. Okay, you yeah, got it. Yeah, I just all right, it sorry, yeah. Cool. Okay, um, i can just I've... take mine.
1: My... It's all right, uh, bone conduction headphones. Oh, okay, so depending on whether you've got okay. outer or inner ear loss, I feel like, um, not, I feel like I did a bit of research that says they're, they're more, they're really helpful if they're for the, if you've got outer hear, outer hearing loss. Yeah, outer ear uh, Another hearing, thing that we're...
0: Another thing going through that is um, vibrations. So I I heard that a lot of people, when they go to concerts, there is a lot of, you can feel the vibrations in the same way that we listen to music when we go to concerts. Like people that are uh, hearing impaired, they could feel the vibrations. And some concerts, even they set up special speakers that are more like vibration. I I really don't know how the, the science behind that. So I will be quite ignorant if I try to explain it, but... The point is that there's uh, speakers that help people feel the vibrations even better. Uh, I guess they they run through some sort of decibels and you you feel them more in your in your body. Um, so yeah, nice. that's another one. So we can play around with vibrations. Yeah, um, no, I completely agree. I literally wrote the same thing.
1: Gigs, um, um, kind of like concerts and stuff. Uh, one thing I would say is like um, just one idea I had was like. Um, like some kind of like wearable vibration pack if that makes sense mm-hmm. so you can kind yep. of you can have that concert experience wherever you are if that makes sense and kind of experience the sensation of you know being next to some really big speakers um but obviously at a hearing safe level and also wherever you are um could be an interesting way to supplement the sound if you're obviously hard of hearing
0: or hearing impaired um i see i think so another one is um visual beats and pop-up lyrics that kind of tell you first where the beats go and like the lyrics of the song as well yeah i think that would be quite important and the last one i have would be well i think we kind of mentioned it is the equalizer settings that you can control um yeah you can control your 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 settings based on on your needs okay cool okay cool Uh, so um, those those are the ideas i think Oh sorry, sorry do you got, have any
1: more I I've got one more I just put I just popped okay. popped it down uh aging
0: Okay yeah
1: just just um it seems to be something that affects older people um or at least disproportionately affects older people uh perhaps mm-hmm. as a part of aging um that's just something to think about
0: Okay very cool um, I think something that we should focus on now is we we got a bunch of ideas from our research, but we should start with the user and who actually are we designing something for? Sure. And taking some of these ideas and like what ideas are actually valid for that initial stage? So can we agree? I don't know if you if you have another opinion to start with people who are either that are moderately moderately uh, hearing impaired yeah okay so yeah, it's yeah. not just yeah it's not fully it's we start with either left or right or just slightly in either of their ears
1: yeah Does that I agree. Make sense yeah I agree,
0: okay, okay, sounds good. do we have an h or a target h for this oh, is it I th- necessary I think we do what I mean do you think?
1: are we wearing a marketing hat here um and thinking about what's gonna be a good product to sell or are we kind of purely
0: thinking about problem here? I think we're thinking about problem and who who has this problem, and how can we help them? And then we figure out a way later to sell it. I mean, don't, I don't think we should worry about capitalization with this. No, of um, course not. Of course not. But um, yeah. I'm just like, obviously, like we, if it if it was around,
1: you know, cash and stuff like that, obviously we wouldn't go for the the the, you know, like a a condition that affects a really really small subset of people within within this. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So we're not preventing hearing loss. We're 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 treating it,
0: aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We're not preventing. Uh, could be an extra feature to add, uh, but I th- I'm not sure. Spotify at least does Apple have it that tells you you are listening. Your your thing is too, your audio is too high. They do. You yeah. Should they lower do. Lower yeah. it or something. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I think Android Android has it too. So. Um, you know, one one thing I was thinking yeah.
1: about. One thing. This is quite niche. Um. I'm not sure who it'd be a user for. And maybe this is taking us back rather than forward. So apologies if so. Um, Right. Okay. So I'm listening to music in Spotify or Apple music. Okay. I can pull up the lyrics and I don't know about on Spotify, but on Apple music, they're synced with the sound, uh, synced with the music generally. So as words against with the lyrics or with the, yeah, they are, they are. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I guess if it's in Apple music, it probably is in Spotify as well, uh, but I don't know for sure but my point is that problem is mitigated on the on on the Apple Music experience because they've got that player but it's not mitigated if you're watching um live music um and I don't mean live at the concert I mean live pre-recorded music sorry that doesn't make sense recorded live music so if i'm watching um a um if i'm watching a recording of red hot chili peppers for example at reading festival yeah um, I, the subtitles on YouTube, for example, are generally auto-generated, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, and, and obviously subtitles aren't the best way to sync music with the, um, uh, sync, yeah, sync words with, with audio, if, if that makes sense. The subtitles aren't good at that. Yeah. yeah. yeah of but course. what would be cool is a way for us to perhaps show someone signing, um, signing the lyrics, um, alongside mm-hmm. it. And also, um, I've seen some cool videos in the past of people signing lyrics at gigs uh, and they're kind of like getting; they're almost like part of the performance as well. Um, and it'd be interesting to kind of like bring that experience to recorded live music.
0: Okay, Listen. so we we we're we're talking about some sort of software that that shows like hand signs for on the screen on some sort of screen. Yeah, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure. If, Is that yeah, I'm not
1: sure if it's even like um, software, but maybe it's more like a um, like a marketplace where people buy not not like a double-sided marketplace, but a store where you can buy. Recordings of great gigs with someone signing alongside them.
0: Yeah, but why? Why should you put a marketplace for that? Like these people. My point here is that these people should be able to listen as if that was normal. You know. Yeah, no, they, you're right. You're
1: right. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so so you're right. Okay, so at some gigs they do have um, the person signing there. Maybe they're talking. They're at a specific audience or whatever. But they're never like say, for example, it's a televised show or recorded show they're never on like the main feed that person will never ever be on the main feed so what you're doing is you're basically creating a service where you are adding that on and maybe that person doing the signings in the corner hopefully they're at the gig and it's a different feed that you're getting with that person into cut more i don't know i feel like i've talked about it yeah
0: yeah i think i think that the the, 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 i think we should go back into defining the actual user and whenever we decide we have that user we go into okay what does that user actually do Okay. All right, um, enough, okay. Go. So I would suggest we we go people from uh, anywhere from 15 to 35, like young people that are more likely to use Spotify or Spotify-like experience. Um, people that get much older. That's a really good point. There's no reason for them not to use this product, but it's gonna be mostly focused to that target if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So. We go slightly to moderate impaired either one ear or both anywhere between fifteen to thirty five so i between millennials and gen gen sets and cool so do do these people do they go to concerts do they do they just listen to music when they go in the in the
1: well if the, if they're moderately hearing uh, impaired then maybe they're managing it as well if they if they're at that age range as well. Do you know what i mean like they're not they're, they're they're trying to mitigate against it possibly getting worse down the line perhaps i guess it depends on the okay. specific
0: condition they have but okay 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 sounds good so we wouldn't need are we want do we want to create a, a hardware and a software or we want to start with just a software what do you think it'd be in, i think it'd be interesting to do it just as software for now yeah. what do you okay. think i think i think you get i think we'll need a hardware when we get to more severe cases um, potentially, I don't know. Uh, I I think I will have to do more research into how the the actual frequencies and, and like bone uh, earphones work. Okay, then then we go into say so, so we have that user. Do you think that type of user, or do we want to create like a a physical experience, a concert like experience, uh, or we're gonna we're gonna move away from that? So the prob-
1: the problem is this user is age fifteen to thirty five. They've got moderate hearing impairment um, either in one ear or in both ears um, and perhaps they're worrying about it getting worse. But at the same time, I feel like the problem here though is that they're worrying about it getting worse so they're managing how they consume music um, but they still want to consume it because they're 15 to 35 and they love music. So, so, So maybe that's the problem. Maybe the problem that we're trying to solve is how do you consume music and enjoy music without damaging your hearing, which is already slightly impaired? Cool.
0: Do you know if a bone um, bone earphones, do they, do they still damage your hearing? I don't think so, do they? No, I don't think so, actually, no. Um, there are actual hearing aids that work on bone conduction. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, as far as I can see. The only problem is that you will still get noise from outside like it wouldn't be a if you want to like like zone out or something you wouldn't be able to do it with that yeah
1: i think so i think so but i think the point is like you could still use like some kind of like so you could use the bone conduction headphones to um i've never used them actually i really want to try them out uh, at some point you can use the bone conduction headphones to listen to audio uh, but then doesn't stop your ears are still open and free
0: right But then doesn't mean you can use that you don't have to use something else to block out external audio. Do you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Okay, so we are we agree that we want to focus on a software and this this age and this do you wanna just brainstorm in the ideas on how this software could look like? Is it a a completely new app? Is it something that you can just integrate to Spotify? Um like what would be the, the best approach? Well, are we
1: worrying about the um are we worrying about the realities of how we do this? Because from what I understand how would we interact with spotify how would we interact with apple music if that makes sense um because i feel like it need a lot of consumption so maybe one way of bringing this like making this idea quickly and i don't mean right now i mean in general could be us creating like an interface for like some something like youtube or vimeo rather than one of those typical where the music is in fairness um But basically that might make it a bit easier for us, particularly on like places like
0: Android, where there are lots of third-party YouTube apps. Mm -hmm. Just quick question. Would it, would it be able, be able to, I think that would be definitely possible just to create a, okay. So I'm just talking about from the side of left and right and, and, and maybe the equalizer settings that an app that just allows you like it's not a music app or anything it's an app that just allows you to control the 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 sound output of your device so whatever comes out it will come from the left side and with certain um equalizer settings that you already did previously like you 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 already self diagnose you already you, you're already you already did the test with the app the app creates the best settings for you and then after that, you just, whatever sound comes out of your phone will come with those settings. So it wouldn't be just music. It could be also video calls, uh, podcasts, whatever type of experience. Because at the end of the day, it's from slight to moderate. Slightly, yeah. yeah. The, only, um, the only thing
1: I'm worried about, um, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert on this. Um, but what, the only thing I'm worried about, say, for example, um, I lose hearing in the lower frequencies, right? Um, in my right, in my right ear at the lower frequencies, I, it's tough for me to sometimes hear the bass on a, on a, on a, you know, a rock song. Right. Um, so I do the test. I find out that, okay. Yep. Sorry. In my right ear, I'm less sensitive to the bass frequencies. Then the logical thing then to do is in the equalizer on the right hand side, turn up the bass frequencies. Right. But then would, would that just make my hearing impairment worse? Hmm. I see what you mean. But then but then what what if what if the app could say, Hey, these are like maybe the app is less less about kind of like getting that content to you and actually basically saying, look, we'll help you consume it in a way that doesn't damage your health and basically suggest settings that aren't gonna make it worse, if that makes sense. Or or here's an idea. What what if what if it's an app that basically um it does a test on your ears and it knows like how they're damaged and because of research and you know medicine it's able to figure out um yeah basically i guess it could be like an algorithm or something but basically it's able to say these are the kinds of sounds that will make it worse and wherever you are um you can like do a test on your sound environment and, and it will say hey this kind of sound is really damaging to you because you've got this particular condition and but then, but then that that might that might go away from the brief, right? Which was to kind of think about Spotify, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, that's what I was gonna go into is is creating a Spotify experience, Spotify like experience for hearing impaired users. I would say we focus into the music first, and then we go into other spaces if if you want to, um, because we can we can propose different solutions for different spectrum. But let's just create the Spotify experience, and then we can propose how can we take it forward. I think the way I see it is I'm going back with the with the control the output noise of your phone or your device. You have those, then yes, we, we can have the algorithm that you mentioned that just pretty much controls and levels back. Let's say if you can't listen, listen to the bass, for example, just levels the thing back. The question is, and you brought a really nice point, is does that make it worse or not? Yeah. Are we actually helping them or not? Um that would be something to consider. So that's like red light there. And the second we don't have to find a solution for that now, but that's just something to consider. And the other one would be are we actually adding the hands the hands uh the hand signal for the sound you mean that would be really interesting as well. Like something like picture in picture. Like you just activate it on your phone and whenever a sound is coming out through the phone it just like it's like a subtitle yeah. with picture in picture yeah. in your device does that make sense um but i guess if you are slightly um like slightly or moderate i don't think you will need um i don't know i really will have to do the research and actually talk to some people um if they actually need hand signals for the, for, for that yeah and, also, and also like um you know what i mean you know
1: it's interesting, right? Because, you know, why do people listen to music, right? Um, have, do you ever listen to music in, in a language that you're not familiar with?
0: That's very true. That's very true. Does Is it actually needed for yeah, music? And,
1: and, yeah, yeah, and exactly. And, and do you still find it enjoyable? Do you still listen to instrumental music and find it enjoyable? But then obviously, you know, if you're hearing impaired, it's not, it's not like you just can't hear words. It's obviously, it affects, you know, all kinds of, like basically everything that's that's, you know, you hear, right? So in the same way that you might find it difficult to make out a, a vocal line, you might find it difficult to hear what the guitarist is playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Particularly as they share the same frequencies and songs typically as well. Um, okay. So I, I feel I feel like it sounds like we're kind of going down two paths here then. It, it sounds like we're kind of looking at how can we allow people to test out their hearing Yeah. Um, and perhaps mitigate it, either making sure they don't damage it further or changing the music in such a way that they can hear the things that they're not usually <gasps> S- sorry sorry okay so all right give me a second
0: okay <laughs> oh wow yeah, we are getting serious how here. much do you know about music how much do you know about music? just say i know nothing
1: Okay, so you know nothing, okay?
0: Jon Snow. So, I don't know if you watched l- Game of Thrones, but that was a okay. nice, a nice one. Okay, tell okay, me, all tell right, you.
1: fair enough. <laughs> this note is a low note, right? That's an E, okay? Yeah. What note is that? That was a little bit higher. No, that's an E as well. That's a full octave up. So, um, so basically. Obviously, every every note is a frequency, right? Um, and an octave is when you halve the frequency. So if I can't hear, um, if I can't hear bass, for example, which are, which means I can't hear that, right? And I find that I find that very difficult to listen to it in, in in my music. I'm perhaps more likely to hear this. So what if there's a? What if our app is able to change the octave of certain frequencies? but you can't you can't shift it by anything other than an octave otherwise instead of like in a chord where you do this right yeah this still sounds good that still sounds like a chord because that's still e and then two other notes that fit that chord if that makes sense but you couldn't do this where i'm shifting up that e note a little bit that's a different chord now do you know what i mean yeah 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 so what what i'm saying is what if we're able to create an app that basically um is able to octave or, or change the pitch of a piece of music or, you know, certain elements of a piece of music, like certain frequencies in that piece of music to make sure that they're either boosted or not there so you can hear them better and that you're not hearing frequencies that are potentially damaging to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that change the quality of the song? Like, would that it would do. Change it would the do, song? Yeah. So,
1: like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, but, but, no, but no, 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 but say, say, for example, you're hearing a, a bass line in a song, right? and that goes like yeah that is the same as this no sorry that's the same as this
0: yeah and by the way that smells
1: like teen spirit but um, <laughs> but like but you know that that could be quite cool i feel like
0: yeah yeah I, th- I think i think we're getting somewhere okay so it's pretty much some something that you install on your device that pretty much you do a test and once you, you, you do the test, it tells you, we are going to shift this sounds a little bit more, a little bit down, so you're able to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But, but not, not a little bit up or down. by It basically shifts certain frequencies by full octave, either up or down. So that way it doesn't change. It does change the notes because they're different, but it changes the notes to the same notes. So that way, in theory, from like a music theory perspective, it should still sound, quote-unquote, sound the same. Right.
0: Okay, I guess we'll have to do some testing and see. Um second question that we'll have, legal matters. Do yeah. you think people will get upset because we are kind of like messing around with their music and we are changing it? Um I don't know, something we'll have to sort out. Yeah,
1: no, I think you're right. And also like um I think you're you actually right. And then also, um, you know, like to Spotify, I, I know Apple Music doesn't, but to Spotify, I don't see how it'd be useful, but in the same way that on a podcast you can change the speed can you do that to a um, piece of music are you creating a new piece of music uh, if you make these changes even if it's on the fly by an algorithm and things like that but then also it's it's a good it's a good yeah, product yeah. that does good for people right and i think generally artists and music labels and stuff are quite happy that
0: yeah. it becomes accessible yeah yeah i think i think we're kind of allowing more people yeah. to enjoy their 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 art so i i don't think i don't think it shouldn't be a problem and if it is i guess we'll have yeah. to deal with it <laughs> um and uh, okay cool so i'm just how are you doing in time like i don't really don't know i think
1: i think it'd be cool to wrap up in about 20 minutes
0: yeah yeah or like 10 minutes minutes. okay yeah i think so i think 10 minutes would be good um i think we're going into two pathways here so we we test uh people then they have their their like profile created with their with their notes and like what they need to cut out on add in, and then it would be interesting to explore afterwards if this can be mixed with two things. One, I think I would really like the idea of like a like how Google adds subtitles on the fly. Isn't there a thing that does it with hands? Yeah, yeah. Signals? I think
1: I think I think um.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. Yeah,
1: but but basically the point I'm tr- the thing I I don't want to you know say it's a bad idea because it's definitely not. But the only thing is I'm thinking about if if our idea is in the context of the Spotify app um, or or, or
0: yeah. an existing music. I'm talking about because of podcasts, right? So if you have Spotify and then you can integrate, really integrate point, this yeah. with really something else. Like how can we expand to people who, like I'm just thinking now about expanding to severe and profound um, hearing yeah. impairments, right? So how can we address those people who can? And so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And people who like to enjoy the lyrics and see like, what this is what I'm hearing. What is it about? And yeah. and they could actually yeah, no, see absolutely it. You know? yeah. I can't find anything. Well, if any of you finds a hand signal algorithm that does it on the fly, please send well, it to me. Well, to be us. fair, like if you can get s- subtitles out of it, because
1: like, most, um, to be fair, music has got great metadata, right? So there's lyrics available for most songs. And I don't know where yeah. Apple put it from but apple i think it could have been because of the shazam acquisition but apple are literally able to um they're literally able to show lyrics in time with the music so let's let's assume that getting the absolute if i see this look, you might be able to just showing um like if oh hold on mm-hmm. yeah so the music yeah, yeah. is hold on i've actually the music um, on the go yeah yeah look there you go
0: actually so just, that's
1: actually in time with the song right
0: yeah um yeah, yeah.
1: So getting getting the yeah, yeah. let's assume that getting the actual li- lyrics themselves in text form isn't that much of an issue, but sign language in theory, obviously there are words that are switched out for dedicated signs, but also when needed it can revert back to, uh, just like spelling out words. I'm not sure how quick it is though, um, in terms of like literal like how much data can somebody consuming sign
0: language, you know, how how, how quickly can it be transmitted or conveyed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also yeah how quick number one also different languages of sign language uh, because there are different types around the world which will be interesting to touch um and the other thing would be that i I just found sorry this is what this is what what i was gonna say before is that they i found a few people doing some research around those so there's definitely some work that we can start with um Mm -hmm. cool um Cool, cool, cool. um I think. I think we have already set up the path and which how we're gonna start. How can you take it further? Mm-hmm. It would be interesting. This is the last thought that I had is if we can combine this with a hardware experience to like enclose it. You know. Um, yeah, I mean what what like. I
1: was thinking about, and I didn't want to jump in earlier and interrupt you, but by the way, I've re- I've already thought of a name. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. So, I, I was thinking, no, I was going to call it Shiftify. Oh, okay. What do you think about Shiftify as a potential yeah. name? Um, you're kind of shifting how music is con- consumed. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, Shop- uh, Spotify would not be happy with that. But anyway. Um, but basically, um, if you're able to change the pitch of music without changing how it's like musically relates to itself. Um, then if you're kind of able to have like a a vibration pack, then you could shift everything lower so you could feel more of the music maybe. Um, But then also if you've got bone conduction headphones, one common criticism of them is that they tend to represent a very narrow frequency range. So basically uh, all headphones will have a frequency response graph, which basically says how, like basically loudly do they represent certain frequencies. Um, And basically great headphones will be kind of flat Because they represent every single frequency kind of neutrally, they don't boost or um, bring anything down. Beats headphones, for example, are well known for boosting the bass, dropping the mids, and boosting the highs. Um, And um, bone conducting headphones almost do the opposite. They 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 can't really represent bass very well. They can't really represent high end very well, and they're mostly well focused for sorry, well suited to the kind of like uh, frequency range in which human in in which human kind of speech is typically at. So what if if you're able to pitch shift music without changing the way that the music relates to itself musically, um, what you could do is figure out a way, an algorithm or some tech to basically be able to uh, drop certain frequencies without really changing the way the music feels because you're able to pitch shift stuff more into that
0: golden range for bone conducting headphones. Cool. At the end of the day, it's all about maths, right? It's about math. It's about music, man. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you got a good point. Um, I really don't know how it will look like. I think I will have to play around with things, but I think I think it's cool. I think it's something. It's something that, okay, the reason why I picked this problem is because I think it's relevant. Like yeah. the people who design these apps are most likely able to hear, and and the fact that I was thinking, like, how can people enjoy music? And I did. I watched a video before. And that's kind of like what got me started is how can how can these companies actually start thinking about let's expand our market? I I presume that they see it as, OK, how big is that yeah, market yeah, that yeah. we yeah, should yeah. invest like, I don't know, one billion into that because it's not a big market. But like, how can you actually allow that experience? And I think it should be something interesting that they should consider. Um, all right. I, th- I think I think we, we got a good chunk there. Anything else you would like to add?
1: yeah and and also and also yeah no and also i think before we finish like obviously like we've had to make a lot of assumptions um on particularly the problem and how it's and how it's represented and stuff like that and you know on reflection it's like you know perhaps i don't want anyone to interpret what we said as like oh like well we'll just apply tech and then people can hear the music do you know what i mean um you know and i think one of the things that you raise so often which was that you know these are complex problems and i think you know first and foremost if we were doing this outside of the context of a podcast the first thing we do is go
0: out and talk to people yeah people who have this and they see why how they do it like are they actually interested i'm sure they they find their own ways and like how can we make it easier for them yeah i think so i think it's the first thing is speaking to people um as it should be with (laughs) nearly everything right yeah (laughs) um all right man very nice talking to you i think again this is an experiment that we were running we'll see we'll see how it goes if you have any thoughts or questions reach out to us and let us know if you liked it let us know if you didn't also let us know and tell us why where can people do that where can they do that uh they can do that on twitter you heard of twitter luigi Yeah, yeah yeah i heard yeah yeah it's quite it's quite a nice
1: it is. It is. If you're following Design by Us, where you can find, where you can okay. search for, at Design by Us underscore FM. Uh, if you're following uh, Luigi Dintrono at Luigi Dintrono,
0: Luigi underscore Dintrono. Yeah.
1: Oh damn. it. It's okay. Okay. And if I'm you're following, you? if you're following Ravi um, at Ravi is occupied. Um, and um, I think this podcast is brought to you by. I've got. I've got. I think I know who this who sponsored this particular episode. This podcast is brought to you by Shiftify. Change how the music sounds, but not how it feels. Oh, that's nice.